0: I put on the uniform and found myself. I served my country and fell in love with me. Travel the world being all I could be. God showed me here
1: is where I'd be. Always on top.
0: Welcome to Women Veterans Social Justice Network. I'm your host today, Bridget McCoy. I'm the CEO and founder of Women Veterans Social Justice Network. And I'm here today with one of our senior ambassadors, Angela Dias. She's a wonderful, wonderful woman veteran in the community who's been supporting much of our programs and services since about 2011 or 12. Uh, she's been working with us uh, if both informally and then later formally as an ambassador. And so thank you so much for being here today, Angela. I'm happy to be here and i Very excited. I know you want to get right
1: to it, but I just, you know, thinking of our, going my brain back to our first interaction and just recognizing that when we were in that town hall meeting at the VA hospital in Atlanta and we both were passionate about certain things, and when I, you saw me speak and I saw you speak, and then we immediately like made a connection. Like, I mean, you wanted names for people that were ready to get stuff done. And I was like, "Then you can have my name for sure.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And that's really the embodiment of the organization. Uh, we are a hundred percent volunteer organization. We've been continuing to do this. Uh, I started the organization in 2008, end of 2008, the beginning of 2009. And I felt like there's got to be, something better than what's out there. And Mm -hmm. if there isn't anything, you know, why not, let's just start with having women meet informally on Mm -hmm. Facebook and discuss things in the community and help each other through processes and, you know, figure out, you know, what resources and services there were. Um, by the time you and I met, I Mm -hmm. was, you know, fully engaged in the process um, and wanting to make sure that women veterans' um, voices were heard in prominent places, Um, not just us talking to each other and saying how awful things were, but actually being involved in ways that we could, you know, make sure that, you know, ultimately an end goal, you know, of better treatment, better services, better resources, and making, uh, changes. making changes. Yeah, cultural change, social change, all of those things. And so it was great meeting you because uh, you were very passionate. And I felt like if if you had that passion for that mm-hmm. particular moment, that if we could transfer that passion, that's um, good. I just, yeah, <laughs> then we could get some things done. And you've yeah. been instrumental. I think the first three or four events that I held, you began being hospitality. Mm-hmm. Uh, for helping me pull things together to make things nice for other people because I'm not all that great about that I know I want to have an event I know I want to support women vets and I'm like here's the place here's the stuff can you make people feel welcome and you're like oh yeah sure I could do that and I just can't make balloon animals but (laughs) I I can make other things happen though so
1: that's true I, I admit to that so
0: so tell everyone a little bit about yourself, your service. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of us are women veterans, mm-hmm. and, and both of us served in the military. Um, in, uh, I think post-9-11, uh, pre-9-11,
1: you served. Pre-9-11, that's correct. I went in in 1986 in the late entry program, started basic training in 1987 while I was waiting, because I had waited that entire time for my job. And then I did get the job that I wasn't asking for but it worked out to my favor so that was great um, on every side, no, I won't get too diverted but I remember my first night of basic training, I had talked to a friend of mine in back home, life was just you know, not good for her and I had talked to her into going down to the recruiters and saying, try it, you know it might fit for you. you, you'll get some travel, adventure education and what have you so she ended up leaving before I did because she just was like I do want all of that, and I'll just take any drop. Anyways, uh-huh. so my first night of basic training, she had already been in a few weeks, and wow. she was my dorm guard, and it, it, well, you know my personality, right? So yes. She's looking at me, and I'm looking at her, and she just sent me like this mental telepathy direct message like, oh God, please don't hug me, please don't hug me, please don't hug me. And for whatever reason, I was just like so excited to see her, but I completely contained myself and didn't hug her. (laughs) And then the sad part of that story is we did not see each other again for about eight years. It was crazy. But that's what the military does. It, It takes you on journeys and adventures and... You know, you just have to look to the positive elements, the training, the education, the people that you get to meet, and the opportunities where you get to find out what you're truly made of, you know, not because of how they trained you, but because of what was inside of you that
0: they reconfigured. Cultivated. Yeah, yeah. they cultivated it. It's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Exactly. That's all right. That's great. I love that. Cultivated.
1: Right, but there's another reason why that word kind of makes me giggle a little bit. That's another time, another story. It's funny though. But yeah, I love that word. Cultivated the, the seed inside of me to blossom the way yeah. it did. So, yes.
0: And I think for uh, many of our senior ambassadors, the uh, WVSJ does that again from a leadership perspective, giving people space to um, cultivate the um, and advance. And become the next, you know, movement of leaders in the community uh, through the projects and the resource, you know, the different services that we offer, um, like our retreats and our uh, events. Our we used to have these meetups. Um, I think when you initially signed on and be, and became an ambassador, we were having a lot of meetups. Tell us, tell talk about that, you know, because that's that was a good.
1: I think I was able to get to a few of the meetups, but I was engaged in going back to school and. Um, I do believe that a lot of the meetups and the interactions involved gathering together to just enjoy each other and without talking about our experiences or our past, just knowing that we've been through something similar and making that question. Can we do that? So we can do that. Making it a statement, a bold statement and then finding out what works best. And you and I have talked about this a lot. It's kind of like, you know, making that cake or that loaf of bread you know so if everybody wants a piece of that cake or a piece of that bread they want to get involved with baking it then bring an ingredient yeah you know if that's what you can do bring your ingredient let's mix this cake make knead this bread bake it and then serve it I mean if nobody comes to the party beside us then we get to enjoy it and then we just figure the next time well nobody likes chocolate cake so let's make pineapple upside down cake next time so to speak we meet we find a way wbsj i have come to learn finds a way to see what needs are not being met and finds a way to help people meet their needs and it takes people such as myself who's so afraid of technology i had a flip phone forever in a day to using you know a touch phone and actually saying oops, hey, do you want to do the video version of this? Yeah. I think I totally shocked you when I asked that instead of being on the telephone, you know. But um, we've had some conferences and we've had some retreats and we've had some uh, gatherings that I couldn't participate in, but I happily made donations for and was so excited that people got to participate that wouldn't otherwise have had that. Chance. Mm -hmm. And at any point in time, it's always a a great experience because you just interact with other women that have been through being in the military. If if that's the only thing that we share, then that's a great thing to share because. That's a big thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a huge thing. There's not that many women. What is it? They say less than 3% of the population have actually served in the military. And of that three percent, I mean the it's a uh, it's a vignette of the regular population. So whatever is female is that smaller percentage that serve in the military. So
0: yeah, and I think that that's important that to talk about is is that you know less than two million women. Ser- well, there are two million women total, I think, that served. Wow, yeah. um, <clears throat> that you know currently living. Uh, that have served. And so, of course, over, over, you know, the last hundred years or so, there's many more than that, but right now there's 2 million. And um, from that 2 million, I don't remember the numbers specifically, but there's a couple hundred, four or 500,000 are like currently serving. Mm -hmm. So that means like only 1.5 million are Mm -hmm. like veteran specific Mm -hmm. uh, um, women who serves. Mm-hmm. And so that's all the branches, that's all Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, mm-hmm. five different. And so 1.5 million, you start breaking that down and breaking that down, you know, the numbers get even smaller and smaller depending on the branch that you're talking about. And so, you know, we kind of, we're kind of like uh, when the family reunion happens with us, we get together, we kind of tease each other about, you know, you're the chair force, and you're a squid, and you're this, and you're that. You know, yeah, right. crayons or whatever. You know, we we kind of tease each other, um, mm-hmm. but we um, consistently uh, support one another. Yes. Uh, and through the resource, like I said, through the resources and having the different events. Remember the pinning ceremonies that we had uh, yeah, at one I of the. I
1: love those pinning ceremonies. They're absolutely just like extremely special you know i just want to take two seconds two steps back i just on a funny pop-up thing was when we were at the last retreat i think we had all branches of the military actually i don't think there was somebody there from the coast guard but we had the army the air force the marines um and the navy all there at the retreat and you know me being who i am the silly person we were heading out on a trailer going on a trail walk or whatever it was that we had planned and I opened the door. So I had told the Marine, the young woman that's a Marine, I said, well, you go first. She goes, why do I need to go first? I'm like, you're a Marine first, in, you know? She's like, oh, yeah, because they had been kind of, really kind of picking on me until yes. Miss Connie came because I was in yes. the Air Force. and I know how y'all feel about the Air Force, but anyways, that's
0: part with me. Connie is going to definitely check everybody <laughs> about the Air Force. She is definitely proud of her Air Force.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. I can take it. It was all good and fun. So when I told the Marine to go first, she's like, oh, she kind of hassled me I said that's right I'm the Air Force I'll provide the air cover for you all <laughs> and head out first so, right. so, I mean it's that kind of that rivalry but camaraderie that reminds us we did something pretty significant and I can almost guarantee you that I know almost every female that I know has been first for something in the military or in a role that they played you know and let's not, let's not minuscule that thing, you know, because we may not have been the first person to fly a plane or the first person, you know, to do something that they boost up in the news about,
0: but we were first in a lot of ways. We're finally getting into all of the, the, uh, the different roles in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still women being the first to command certain types of units. Yeah. So it's like, this is 2020 and we're, we're still having firsts, yes. uh, but I'm like, well, that's just the nature of, of, yeah. of what, you know, where we are. WBSJ was the first online mm-hmm. support system for women veteran mm-hmm. um, that was, you know, been recognized. There were plenty of organizations. And I say this to some of our uh, women veteran who are, you know, wax and things like that. They are like, we had organizations before you got here. And I'm like, I know you did. But you didn't have technology. So there's mm-hmm. no way you could have yeah. been the first on technology. But I but you're the first. You spearheaded. You you paved the path. You yes, made it, and We appreciate that. I, mean, I was going to say we appreciate that so much because most of what I do is just a recapitulation of what they did. i um, just using technology and, and making it more simplified mm-hmm. so that we can reach bigger. Amounts of people in a shorter amount of time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would not be the organization that we are if we did not have uh, many of the women like yourself and, and um, like Diana, De- well, not yourself because you're not in that era, but like Diana Dennis and mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of everyone and forgive me for those folks who are going to be watching who are like, how did you forget me? I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I'm drawing a blank, but she's enamored by my beauty today. I know, I know. But I talk about, uh, you know, a lot of our women veteran who came before us. Um, yeah. we we're always promoting the you know National Association of Black Military Women because they take the history of women who served of color and make sure that that information goes out. We, we work with unsung heroes because mm-hmm. they also take the history of women who served and and through a partnership with us, make sure that those those narratives are, are brought forward. We want to make sure that women veterans of all eras, all service times, and all service branches are supported. And people don't understand. They're like, "You that's like you're just saying the same thing over and over again. I was like, no, I'm not. Because all service times doesn't mean all service times. It means you know there are different eras of service mm-hmm. some people served in an era and some people just served in a you know from 1982 to 1984 and that's not an era that's just mm-hmm. service time you know mm-hmm. so it's like it becomes so confusing it's just easier to like let's make sure that every person who served in the military mm-hmm. who's a woman put the uniform on doesn't matter what what they called you you are included in this 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 group of people and that includes women who've been homeless and who've experienced PTSD and MST. We we made a space for uh, women veteran who've had those experiences to share their um, experiences through being part of the community. But we don't make people respond and say that they're homeless or that they've had those experiences because we want people to come into the space and meet each other. We don't put, you know, people's rank on our name tags and tell people, you know, oh, this is General JoJo, and this is Lieutenant Colonel this, we just say, this is Susie Q.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and I love that aspect of <laughs> WBSJ, because what it does highlight, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, is that we are women who served.
0: Yes. yes. Yeah, period. point. <laughs> not OIF, not yeah. Post 9, not Granada, air, you know, none of that stuff. It's just this is the uniform you wore Mm -hmm. and this is your name that gives people an opportunity to talk because then you get to tell people who you are versus a little name badgy thing.
1: And we organize that and I'm so delighted that I get to help with the podcast. And I know that survey kind of organizes and provides space for people to discuss The very specifics, like what was happening when you came in? Why did you come in? Was there an event in history that inspired you or encouraged you? And these things are good to know because if we don't write down our history and and have a safe space to hold it and to expand our narrative, then people don't know the whole story about all of us. Yeah. But the, the gist of WBSJ, for me, at least, has always been, we are women that have served and we are coming together to help each other with our skills, with our abilities, with our knowledges, from our experiences. So, like I said, we changed
0: that question, can we do it to, to statement, we can do it, you know, we can do it. And we're going to, and, you know, that, and that's been a huge, huge thing for me, um, because we haven't been federally funded and a lot of, you know, times it's, you know, it's like you need air quotes dollars and cents to do things, mm-hmm. but we've been successful getting a lot of stuff done with, uh, the limited amounts of air quotes, financial resources, if you will. Yeah. We are very industrious, uh, because even though we, don't, we, the financial part hasn't necessarily been there, we've been able to, um, through the ambassadors and senior ambassadors and our advisors, mm-hmm. um, you guys are huge philanthropists because most of the work that we get done, you guys take on an, uh, a project and you say, we're going to all get together. I'm going to crowdsource and crowdfund this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get the support over here from these organizations that I've already been working with. And then you say, well, we're ready. Let's go. What are we? When are we going to put the dates on the calendar? I'm like, wow, let's, <laughs> let's get it done. You know, I mean, I think that first event we had, the big I call it the big event when we went to Marlowe's Tavern and mm-hmm. we gave out the little, the, uh, the little dog tag, and we gave a yes. little cards that you made and you made little gift baskets. Yes. And, and all of that was stuff that was donated to us by mm-hmm. women veteran who wanted to make that experience nice. Uh, mm-hmm. And then the women who came, they were willing to pay like we paid like twenty dollars or something like that for the mm-hmm. food but it covered our drinks and our tip. Everybody was like, Oh, we got to tip the waitress. I was like, it's already been done. We've already covered it, you know? And it was just such an amazing thing. And we, you know, back then women veteran, were not meeting from an organizational point of view. Like there might be a couple of women veteran who knew each other and they get together and do stuff together. But to say an organization was like, we're going to get together and we're going to meet and we're going to do this thing. it, It was, it was very limited, especially for Veterans Day. Yes. I think that that was the key to it was,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, as a woman veteran, I always feel a little bit weird at Veterans Day. Yes, uh, yes.
1: <laughs> okay, I'll tell my story. It's tell like, your story. This, hey, tell I just want to say this about that. That it's The difficult part is um, when we gather together, we kind of take a look around the room, and I'm sure other people have felt this, just like, just blown away by all the different, the the variety of beings that have gathered together, us women that have gathered together, just to show our support for one another. And each person has determined a way that they can help. You know, if they can't be there to donate something, if they can't donate something to $20 to
0: just go towards something. And just I think you're, somebody who couldn't come yet, who yeah. wouldn't be able to attend. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I think you're right about that. The Veterans Day, as long as we can strive to remind each other, we do get to celebrate Veterans Day and we do get to underline the fact that we are women who have served. I've been to many a Veterans Day um, <laughs> celebration. The best and my most favorite one, if I might give a shout out, North Cobb High School puts on the best Veterans Day breakfast and um, ceremony that I've ever been to in my life, really. We need an invite to that. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Aside from the work that WBSJ does on Veterans Day, I know I went to the one where we had a young lady in the group of women that we are connected to when we first were together, and uh, her daughter's school, a Christian school, had invited her and, and asked her to bring her friends with her because they wanted to celebrate women on Veterans Day. Right. Well, we went, and it was a very nice ceremony, but it was the usual. <laughs> Let's celebrate the dudes. The dudes in particular, the dudes that went to combat and the ones that might be missing a limb. And I'm not trying to put humor on that. I'm sorry for veterans that have gone through something tragic and traumatic. And if they're still living. Yes, on veterans, Day, they should be honored. But I recall being asked by the person that, you know, made the big deal about inviting us. And, and I, being my diplomatic, sweet self, explained to him, well... It was very nice, but you kind of left something out. And when he inquired, "What?" I said, well, you invited us because you wanted to honor women and you didn't have any women in your program or your ceremony. (laughs) And he kind of, you know, blink, blink, blink. And I said, in particular, the woman that you had invite us is a parent at your school and she wasn't even in your slideshow. And he said, Are you sure? And I'm I'm just gonna say it like it is. I'm like, I think I would recognize a young black woman in the midst of white men's pictures. Right. Are you sure she wasn't in that? I'm very positive, sir. I mean, you had a twenty minute display of right. white men varying in ages, right? And there was not one picture of your parent who is a young
0: Not even a stock photo of a woman of color. (laughs) Nothing.
1: And he kind of was perplexed, and he said, well, is there anything else? I said, well, if you're asking, you know, you were very kindly used some Bible verses, but you, I mean, out of the, you know, five Bible verses, they were all about great men warriors in the Bible. You do know that there's some women warriors in the Bible, too, though, right? (laughs) And blink, blink, you know. And I wasn't trying to be rude, but he was asking for the critique. And I said, If you want to celebrate veterans, celebrate veterans. Don't celebrate combat veterans, disabled veterans, white veterans, or Chinese veterans,
0: or Spanish. Don't put a label
1: on it. Celebrate veterans.
0: And that's make it diverse. But yeah. make the, the presentation diverse so that it's inclusive of all veterans. If that's,
1: that's what your presentation is, truly, to celebrate veterans.
0: Veterans, yes. Mm-hmm.
1: And now when we do our things, we make it very clear this is a celebration of women veterans. So that, <laughs> might sound like that. that might sound like, well, what about what you guys do? Well, we do that because there's not enough of it. You know, when we go to the Let's Celebrate Veterans Day veterans, most of those veterans don't look like any of us. Yeah. They really don't. I mean, yeah. and so if we provide a, uh, an opportunity to celebrate us, if, if it's on Veterans Day, great. If it's on a different day, that's okay too. But back to the original statement that you made, just the all-encompassing group of people that WBSJ covers in the work that they do, and the way that they connect us is just amazing. There's, if anybody feels left out, they're not paying attention. Yeah, that, or, that's, just, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah,
0: or, yeah. And sometimes people just have that feeling of not being connected, mm-hmm. and so you want to, you know, you want to be supportive of folks, but you can't, you can't make someone feel connected. You can make the space, you can set the table, but the person has to you know, kind of let down their guard and be willing to step in because we do not discriminate against women of varying backgrounds. Um, I was asked by someone maybe four or five years ago, they were like, oh, you're not doing enough because you don't include trans women. I was like, how do you know we don't include trans women? I've never seen a this or that or the other. I said, well, do you think it'd be appropriate for me to put a big poster up and say we support trans women and Women out of our community who maybe don't want everybody to know that they're trans mm-hmm. and say, This person is a trans woman. Better. I was like, I think like, so. Just like we don't do that with homeless women and we don't do that with women with MST, we definitely would not, you know, put someone that on display.
1: That would be up to the individual to say, I'm one yes. WBSJ, I've participated yes. in their programs yes. and their projects. And as a trans woman, you know, I feel connected and part of if they want that message out there about themselves. And so that other trans women that have served in the military want to have an organization that they can feel connected to. And and I felt I I don't want to say they're not paying attention. What I mean to say is they're either not really understanding our message or they're not ready to receive our message or to sit
0: at our table. You know. and to take and to take on some of the weight of that i have been very protective you know how i am about our women veteran <laughs> oh. <laughs> so i am i am so protective that uh, a lot of our media and our our you know how we outreach and our presentations i'm just very protective of like letting people tell their own narrative and not wanting anyone to feel obligated mm-hmm. to have to tell their narrative because they feel like, oh, well, they did this for me. I have to go tell people that they did this. I want mm-hmm. people to do that on their own. And mm-hmm. and so on the flip side, women veteran, um sometimes don't feel like their story or their narrative is important, mm-hmm. so they don't always present it. And so it's kind of a double-edged sword for WVSJ because we're not pressing people like some organizations, like, get on this brochure or whatever mm-hmm. uh, on that aspect. And then, on the other aspect, women veterans don't necessarily present their narratives um, just on their own. They have to sometimes be prompted to do so. So and we've and we've seen that consistently over the years. It's not something like you walk into a room. the guys are like, "Oh yeah, I served in whatever, whatever." And the women will say something if someone asks them or yeah. if they're challenged, like, well, who are you?" Then they'll say, Oh, I'm so and so. Why are you here? The wives are over there. And they're like, I'm not a wife. I'm a veteran. You know, it's it's that kind of a response. But my hope is that our women veterans, especially WVSJ, are feel more comfortable and more confident in having those conversations um, on the fly, so that it's not like a big deal. It's just a general conversation. I served in the military. I'm a woman veteran. Blah 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 blah. You're listening to WVSJ. The Women Veteran Social Justice Network.
1: If you had people in your, I'll call it the organization, just for simplicity terms, because I know some people use, you know, battalion or whatever. But just the organiza- the military organization, you were so. If you had people that supported your work and helped you to shine, then then that's awesome. That really is. That those are the type of women that are probably more free and willing to stand up and say, "I'll tell you what I did." Um, but it's been my experience, I should say, that some of the phenomenal things were like, okay, no big deal. But nobody's done that in X right. There's our X amount of time. Well, yeah, and you did it. So woohoo! Let's throw a party. What do you want? A lollipop? You know. And then you, and then, well, me. I shouldn't say you. Then I would feel guilty. Like, no, I don't want a lollipop, and I don't want a parade, but. If you can just acknowledge that I did something pretty cool,
0: you know, while you're
1: all sitting around, I'm doing some cool stuff. So
0: I'm asking for the parade. I I don't want to march, though. I want to be in the car doing like this. But I'm saying we need it. you know, give us the give us the parade. Give us the the accolades. You know, um, we haven't had them. Mm -hmm. And don't make us this kind of workhorse kind of person mm-hmm. to have to do all of this extra stuff to participate with you. If mm-hmm. we're in an honored seat, the person who is being honored is honored. You, mm-hmm. you it's just come sit down. We're here for you. We want to give you things. We want to honor you. We want to take this, you know, and I had an opportunity. Um, one year I went to an event like that cause I'm usually putting them on Mm-hmm. But I'm not usually the one that gets to like just kind of sit back and participate. And I went to an event of uh, a dear sister vet invited me um, <clears throat> to one down in Florida. And I'm trying to think of the name of the organization. It'll come to me in a second. Um, but they basically, that's what they did. They treated us like, I say, like princesses. They were just like, oh, come over here. And we've got this for you. and We've got that for you. And we're going to treat you this way and treat you that way. And I think that was the first event that I went to. And I literally like cried, like all of my pictures, my eyes are all watery and I'm all puffy faced because I was the whole time crying. Cause I was just so honored. Yeah. Um, they didn't say, Oh, we're going to give the, the, the men veteran over here something. And then here's this little thing over here in the corner mm-hmm. in the cut for women. They just brought us in. And when they said the veteran, we, we want our women and our men veteran to stand up there over there and they're over there, go shake their hand and go say something to them. And I was just like, are you kidding me? What's mm-hmm. happening? You know, <laughs> I had not had that, you know, kind of, kind of space. And yeah, that's a, that's a,
1: sounds like an amazing experience. So, yeah. And that's what WBSJ does though. I mean, they let women know you are special, you know, and kind of full circle. And, you,
0: and you've been the main person to do that though. In all of our events, you were the hospitality chair. you made sure the, the 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 little the and I say little touches not to diminish the value of them, but just these these little things that people were like, "Oh oh, this is nice," and like the little stones we had on the the thing, and people were like so caught up with that and we were like, "You can take one with you." and they were like, oh, "I can take one." like I can have one."
1: I almost had <laughs> to force people. I mean, not because they didn't want them, but right. they just in such disbelief.
0: I can get to keep this. Yes, yeah, yours. Sure. You can take it with you. And when we gave the lapel pins, people were like, yes. "This is for me." Yes. Even the men that attended were yes. like, had this these these looks on their faces, like, "Oh, I get to get I get to pin. I've never got to pin someone anything. <laughs> oh, I get to pin someone, and then." And then the women were like, I never got to pin someone. I get to pin someone. It was like, you could feel the energy of everyone. I love that. That was great. Yeah. Just kind of, and even the pictures from it were amazing. You could just see the looks on people's faces, like of, of just feeling honored Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in both spaces. Both people were felt, felt that. And so it felt like it elevated everyone to this space of like uh, being grateful and also being welcomed. I think mm-hmm. it felt like people felt like I am absolutely welcomed here. I'm mm-hmm. supposed to be here. And yeah. so that was a good those were good things. So that was
1: a beautiful event. That was that was so the food, everything, all the different breakout classes and the speakers and the Well office. of
0: course, because it was at your school.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, Kennesaw. That, was a, that was a bonus. So <laughs> it was. It yeah. Was.
0: Kennesaw but, State University, and we, and we still.
1: State, whoop, whoop.
0: Yep, Ow. and they also gave us a. Um, a we we have on de- on demand. You can go watch the classes and the workshops at uh, on the website for um, oh, yes, Kennesaw. So,
1: yeah, I remember they did that. That's yeah. that was so cool that they set that up. So yeah.
0: so it was amazing to be able to um, ask them for something, and then they were like. We don't know if we could do that and then do it, you know, and make it available.
1: We can do it. We that. can do it,
0: right? And then we were able to give students, probably what, twenty some odd students, because I don't remember how many, so forgive me, uh, an opportunity to to work and mm-hmm. participate in a nationally televised uh, conference for women veteran mm-hmm. at a major university. A how, major many, university. how many students in college, get an opportunity to put that on their resume. That's an awesome resume bullet point. It really is. I right. <laughs> and I was so, I, I was excited about the conference, but the fact that they were going to give us students, I was like, yes, we're getting to impact the next generation. You know, mm-hmm. we're getting ready to you know broadcast stuff all over the country. We're going to have women veteran, you mm-hmm. know, be the facilitators of a national conference mm-hmm. and they're going to be televised. I was like, this is it, you know, and it was, a big, it was a big, big deal. And, and we, it's
1: better than being six degrees from Kevin Bacon. They are now one degree from Bridget McCoy.
0: What? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's, I, I will own that. Thank you. Thank you. I will own that. They are one degree. And it's funny because I, when I started at Georgia State, I um, ran into a couple of students who were in the honor guard. Yes, uh, for that event, and so it's just like you, you know, know, you know the honor guard ceremony.
1: I mean, I'm just getting misty just thinking about it. It just touches my heart when people put that flag front and center, and and are so in tune with how it needs to be treated, you know. And they treated us at an elevated level that they did the flag. Yes. That it was just so special to have that. It really was
0: an all-woman, woman, uh, all woman woman color women. guard. Yep, <laughs> and and so again, the next generation of military women were um, being coming into contact with women they, they would have never gotten to meet or never gotten to um, know about to create more opportunities mm-hmm. for their future. You know, it was like this is this is a big deal, and so you know, I was very thrilled to do that. It was a lot of work. <laughs> nah. A lot of work for, yes, for a very nimble uh, team of uh, women veterans, because I think it was six of us that were on that team that year. I think so. There was
1: yourself and Christy, George, Teresa, Teresa Connie, Connie,
0: you, me, and was there one other person? In- there's somebody else I'm missing.
1: We said all these names and
0: please don't get upset with us. We're not I know. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. I mean, and, and, you know, oh, Christine Vassar, Christine Vassar. Vassar and then we had our junior ambassadors back then, which yes. was Sarah. And then, um, <clears throat> uh, uh, Aisha, mm-hmm. they were both for, were working with us and Kitty. It was Kitty. So it was eight.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yep. And I Nine. think my daughter came and helped
0: too. She yes,
1: did, but she did come and help. Yes, her, my sister, her aunt Regina came and helped also.
0: That's right. That's right. From AT and T. Right. That mm-hmm. is correct. That is correct. So, um, so for the, for the big events, the the um participating in the event, with the planning part, it was us about six of us, right? Yes, it was, it was six of us. So, yeah, I think Christy, I think Christy, Christine, you, myself, Connie. And um whoever and Teresa, there was somebody else. Laurie, I forgot all about Laurie. Laurie, mm-hmm. she was the, she was tech. She was handling okay. all our tech stuff. She did all our oh, PowerPoint yeah. presentations and everything. Yeah. So forgive us, Laurie, for <laughs> for not having your name on Hi. there.
1: Yeah, Laurie.
0: Yeah. So all of those folks um, participated and made sure that the you know work got got complete. Got the planning part. We started, it was Christy and just a few of us, and then it blossomed and blossomed, and other people came on board and supported. Papa George always helps us make sure that we have, you know, gift baskets yeah. and little things to support but, uh, Air
1: Force.
0: Air Force, yep, yep, he's yeah. Air
1: Force.
0: <laughs> so we'll give y'all that. Air Force, yeah. We'll give y'all that. So, yeah. So, tell us a little bit about how excited you were to hear about the 2020 honor that WBSJ is getting. Or I was,
1: you could have knocked me over with a feather, really <laughs> and truly. I mean, I know people use that term, and I, I, I thoroughly, I mean, everybody means it. I mean, I really, with full heart, mean it. I was just so ecstatic. And any chance I get, I tell people, by the way, did you know, (laughs) I'm an ambassador, senior ambassador for WBSJ, an organization that recently won, you know, a Medal of Honor for their, you know, uh, work that they do in the community. What? Like, yeah.
0: A woman veteran organization. A
1: woman veteran organization who has been in the trenches And just doing the work and connecting people. So on a side note, anybody watching this should know that you can get involved at any level. You know, Jet and I have talked about this many a time. You know, there might be a list of 10 things that need to get done. And they might not need to be all done together. If you're honest and you say, I can't do all of those together, that's fine. Go on to somebody else that can. But if the list can be broken apart and all you can do is one of those things then come on, you know, do one or two of those things on that list and, you know, be part of an organization that's continuously growing in creativity and and, and assisting, finding new ways to assist women veterans and using technology. And you might say, well, what's the big deal about that? That's a huge element in an organization, in a veterans organization. It truly is. Because you're not just selling Cupcakes. Not that there's anything wrong with that. You're not just you're not just um, asking for donations for posies, and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're rolling up your sleeves, finding all the assets and the ways to connect veterans in their community. You know, in their in their state, in the United States, across the world, all the various things that all they got to do is is click. to to be directly connected to. And that's a bonus that WBSJ provides. That's an amazing service. And it's no wonder that that y'all won the award that you won, you know, the medal of honor because the things that you do and the work that gets done by the, by you as the CEO and founder and by the ambassadors um, is, is tremendous. And there's not one, Small job. It's it's all part of the big puzzle. So that okay. that clearly becomes seen whenever we're working on something. It looks like an abstract art piece at first, and then we're like, "Oh, I know what that is now." When you put that last piece of puzzle, and it all falls together. And yeah. So it, it,
0: yeah, that's always funny to me when um, we get together and we're doing a presentation, and one of the ambassadors will turn and look and go, "I didn't know we do that." I'm like. Yeah, we do. (laughs) It's like you don't have to be involved in every little moving piece. It's just like at the same time, you're a part of this collective impact Mm -hmm. that is going on, you know, is going forward. So, you know, some people are doing the retreats and that's Mm -hmm. what they're doing. And some people are writing papers and, you know, getting stuff published and helping with research and helping to engage the community and trying to, you know, work with organizations so that they promote a visible presentation of women better, veteran in a better way. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like all of these different things going before the government, talking about policy, you know, meeting with other organizations to tell them about what the work that we do as an mm-hmm. organization and why they should be committed to um, the mission. Because if they're serving veteran, then that are part of our, our mission should be part of their mission. Mm-hmm. Because if they have women veteran, they should be making sure they're women veteran are honored and appropriately welcomed in their organizations.
1: Amen. And, and and just to speak to that, that you know, that's perfectly fine if they just wanna, you know, small categorize the, the population that they serve. If they only want to help, you know, female veterans that serve directly after nine eleven, then I don't really have an issue with that. I really don't. But if they kinda have a woman that says you're the only organization that's kinda listed Dealing with some of the stuff that I'm going through, and but you can't help me because I don't meet your criteria. These organizations should be willing to say, Well, we have just the organization for you the Medal of Honor recipient, the WTF, right. <laughs> right? Right, because right, they serve all different women in all different ways, and if they don't have a program or a project or something to connect you to. They definitely have somebody that has that asset for you.
0: And if they, if we don't have it, you know, that person can come and, and if they are willing to and passionate and motivated, yes. they can come and begin the process and start that program themselves and that support true. that. Because I'm always... You're right I'm like what do you want to do I tell test- me what's on your heart
1: <laughs> Yeah, I could testify to that and, and, and trust you me if you're passionate about something and you want to get it done and you have a plan you have a group of people that are willing to help you put your plan in action but you have to come with a plan and also be prepared to make adjustments and changes and to recognize well that's not the way I thought this plan was going to look after all and Make an adjustment for how you think the plan will best
0: work. Yeah, yeah, because sometimes people will come and they'll like, well, I thought you were going to, like, I think they feel like I'm just going to give them everything and they just show up. And I'm like, no, that wouldn't be your program then. That would be my program and you just. You're, you're there managing it or watching it. I don't know what you'd be doing, but if it's your program, you got to go out there and hustle. You got to raise the money. You got to go out there and get the people to participate. You got to set up the, you know, the, the respondents to get, you know, to connect to, to, so people can participate. You know, you got to do all the moving pieces. So you have to be it, deeply involved in the design, <laughs> the yeah. development, the planning and the implementation And then coming back and doing the after action review so that you can refine that project so that you can make it better.
1: Is the after action review and report that that you create. And one thing that I did learn from WBSJ is never fear a couple of things, actually. Never fear hearing the word no. Because if you ask somebody, I would like you to make a donation or sponsor this project that... WBSJ Medal of Honor Award Recipient.
0: <laughs> well, you, did you say? The citizens? What is it? The citizens? Uh, it, there's a There's a There's a disclaimer in there. I want to say because because the Medal of Honor is only for those who have served in in war or something gallantly, and the mm-hmm. citizens' honor the is honor. yeah. The yes. citizens' honor. The medal is for the citizens' Medal of Honor. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <laughs> what I have learned is to not be afraid of the answer no. I uh-huh. mean, that just saves time. It really yeah. does. If they say no right away, boom, you move on. You right. move on to the next person, number one. Number two, they're not saying no to you. So why take it personal? They're saying no for whatever reason. No, they don't want to support an amazing organization that helps foreign veterans. I don't know why, but they have the reason. <laughs> And that's okay. So I'm gonna take you out on the road. They're <laughs> not judging me, and I'm not judging them. That's perfectly fine. But to uh, it's okay to come forward every once in a while. You know me; I like to be in the background, but it's okay to come forward every once in a while.
0: And I appreciate you doing that with us today, because <laughs> I know that this is a big deal for you to come forward. But I, oh, yes. I perceive this is an you know this is an opportunity for you to really. Um, highlight the work that you've been doing and you know the engagement that you've had with the organization. And at the same time, help us as an organization promote the work that we've been doing. I mean, we don't always, you know, we don't have commercials coming on talking about how great we are and what we've done. And so we have to be the ones to talk about how great we are and the work that we've done in the community. um, So that, you know, uh, when people question it and say, you aren't doing anything what are you doing? And we have like this long list of things, like exactly. a 45 minute presentation about what we've been doing. People are I didn't know that. And it's like, okay, well, maybe that's on me as a CEO. I need to let people know this more. It's okay to you, you know, it's a funny story,
1: <laughs> funny story when I was in the air force and I was up for, uh, airman of the quarter we have to meet a board, we have to present ourselves in the uniform, and then we ask it, ask a series of questions, a lot of times it will involve, like, our specific job fields, and then military questions, and then tell us something about yourself. And I (laughs) you're not going to believe that I did this, but it's true. I do admit it. Um, I knew who I was going up against, and I just felt like I deserved it more than other people (laughs) because I had worked worked hard and I was at a point while I was in the military of just dealing with silly nonsense like Mm -hmm. having a conversation with one other person who says something to me Mm -hmm. and if I report it who are they going to believe? Me or the higher ranking person? For example, pulling me in a room and saying there's a promotion coming up and we're not going to promote you even though you do better work than the guy we just like the guy better yeah that's a different story but anyways yeah well i know you I, I know you're like blink blink but i know you're not surprised to hear that this is no something that
0: is not no, i'm not surprised
1: yes so when i went up i said well you know what I kind of deserve this so i'm just going to tell it like it is and they said well tell us about yourself and why do you think you deserve the airman of the quarter? so i told them about myself and then when i summed it up and i said basically i'm one heck of an airman so that's why i think i deserve it
0: <laughs> are you kidding me and and uh, it had great outcomes i'm sure
1: I did get airman of the quarter, but one of the persons on the board walked up to me afterwards and said, why would you tell us you're one heck of an airman? And I said, well, I didn't swear. (laughs) I just told you the truth about myself. It it popped into my head and I felt you deserved to know it. So, I mean, how else could I sum up how amazing I am Right? besides just telling you? And so, yeah, but well, I did end up getting. But he was kind of perplexed why I would say. I guess he was affected by the word heck. one heck of an airman!
0: If, if after all of the tremendous work and and that you've done, and all of the 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 information that you shared with them, that they would get hung up on the word heck, then, then it was. I don't know that it was.
1: I didn't drop an f bomb, and I didn't say "he double hockey sticks." I said, "heck," you
0: know. I'm one heck of an airman, you know. Yeah, I don't. That that focus, again, <laughs> again. A lot of times, we experience these kind of microaggressions as women um, serving that things that men say and do all if, the time. No problem. Nothing. No, not even a blink. We mm-hmm. we even go in that direction. They're like, "What are you doing?" I can't believe you're doing that. It's like. Um, did you train me? Mm-hmm. You're, um, you trained me. So I'm, I'm operating in the skills the way that you trained me to operate in them. So uh-huh. if you're surprised by my behavior and the way that I present, then guess what? Senior sergeant, senior master, yeah. such and such. Yeah. This is what you did. You mm-hmm. did it. So mm-hmm. untrain me and train me the way you want a woman to respond. Because yeah. this is what you trained, yeah. and that's one of the things I uh, sometimes the men in the civilian sector get a little frustrated with me about. Because when they start talking about, oh, she came in here and she was arrogant, I said, really? Well, you trained us. That's interesting. I say, that's what I say. I said, well, you, if you trained you us, me how it goes down, so I just didn't I think what you showed me. Yeah, I think most of us were trained by men. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree when I say that they look real funny? Like, uh oh. I said the, I must have said the wrong thing. What's getting ready to happen? I'm like, wouldn't you agree that most women were trained by men? Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, great. That means that we picked up some of the the inherent skills that you all that's operate right? in every day. Oh, yeah. And maybe you don't notice it. But we took it as that was part of the training. And so and we're you're operating work. in it in that in that same that same vein. You call so, it fine, but I'm arrogant. That's hmm, That's yeah. That's right. So I always remind our, our male counterparts that we were more likely than not trained uh, by a man. Mm-hmm. At some point of our, at our baby part of our career, the uh, advanced part of our career, there was some type of influence. Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Right. Absolutely. The, so I think that uh, once we can get over that hump, uh, I think we'll be, as a, as a group of people, veteran in general will be better
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, I think well, that once You're, you're being, but
1: remaining your true authentic self and saying what you mean and meaning what you say walk in the walk and talk in the talk in yeah. a very similar situation I had I was in combat camera and we had two different cameras. One was, and I know you know the technicalities of this, but one was a tube camera, which needed adjustment because when tubes shake, they go out of alignment. And the other one was a chip, a transistor chip camera, which mm. is what computer technology is based on. So okay. you can sway that thing around and nothing happens. It doesn't really need alignment. Right. So when they had a job come up to take the Old equipment or the new equipment? They said I couldn't go because it was to a very nice place, you know. They wanted somebody else—the sunny beaches of wherever. Right. But the mo I mean, and like literally, I think it was a week or two later. This other job came up. Same camera, still no training on this newfangled camera that doesn't really need alignment; It just needs cleaning. Sucking sand in the desert of where palms. Does it Palm desert whatever marine base was in California right and they said well actually we've changed our mind it doesn't really need a whole lot of training you can just keep it clean and you can go on the job and I just very politely diplomatically said well that's great it'll be a wonderful experience and I'm happy to have it mm-hmm. and I promise you a couple of things one I'm gonna do an awesome job two, I'm still going to have a good time while doing a great job. And three, the commander, the commander is going to call you and rave about me when I get back. Do you know what happened? Mm -hmm. That commander called about a week later after we returned, called my supervisor and said, Airman Diaz was simply amazing. She was an inspiration out here she did her job and 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 she participated in everything we asked her to do and she was just so amazing to watch i mean i wasn't even connected to their unit they deployed us attached to them kind of to document what they were doing he said like she inspired my troops to just stay positive in the field and 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 you know not get overwhelmed at And he was, my supervisor was laughing. He thought this was funny that the commander would call. I said, when he was telling everybody about it, kind of like poking fun about it, I said, well, I told you I was going to do a great job and have fun and be raped about and That's exactly what I did. So being true to what you can do and getting it done is what's, to me, most important. And that's why... WBSJ, a recent Citizen Medal of Honor recipient, deserves <laughs> that Citizen's Medal of Honor because mm-hmm. we do <laughs> tremendous work, no matter how big or small our parts or our roles are. You know, I am grateful that you started and stuck with something that gave women such as myself, women veterans such as myself, an outlet to join in and to play a small part or a big part in some cases. Big
0: part, big big part. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Angie. Well, let me say Angela. <laughs> I call you Angie, so That's everybody. Fine.
1: We don't everybody want to anybody, whoever's listening. <laughs> Happy, you probably know me as Angie. Happy, you know me as Angela. Yeah. But if you saw, if you think you saw this face on a post office wall, it's not me. What? Right.
0: Well, thank you so much for uh, joining me today and telling us a little bit about, you know, your experience with Women Veterans Social Justice Network and your work as a senior ambassador with us. Um, you've done some tremendous things within the organization, and my hope is once we get some some things up and running, uh, to be able to highlight more of our ambassadors. Uh, for their community service and their philanthropy. is It's a very important mission for me as a CEO to do, but also making sure that my sister veterans are getting appropriately honored and welcomed into the community as subject matter experts in community service. So, thank you again for everything. God showed
1: me here is where I'd be oh.